I'm Jackson. And I'm Lo. And you're listening to the Off the Chef Podcast. Welcome back to the Off the Chef Podcast, episode three. This is so fun. It is fun. And we are now on all platforms. So we're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And everywhere, really. Everywhere. So, yeah, which is um, so exciting. I know. More people can listen. And it's been fun. We've so Because more people listened, more people reached out. And we even got a review. I know I saw on that. Apple Podcasts. And I don't know who it is, but I'm like, that's amazing. I love you. <laughs> Let's read it. I want to read it. Okay. If you read it, if you leave us a podcast or uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'll read it. We'll read it live on air. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is from No Swad AD. And it says, Lo, you are so oh beautiful. God. Was it me? Did I leave this Just review? <laughs> no, that's it doesn't say that actually okay. at all. <laughs> it says love it and five stars, of course. Um, it says, I love the vibe and the u- uniqueness of it. It's a podcast that you can chill and listen to and feel like you're a part of the conversation. I'll be listening every week with the heart emoji. <laughs> that, that was really sweet, though. That, that was made sweet. me smile. Thank you for no swad ad or whoever left that um <laughs> review thank you so much for that review that that means a lot um and if you are listening on apple Podcasts, go and leave us five stars and we'd love to hear from you from you guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but let's jump right in yeah yeah what are your highs and lows this week so my, dear? my high was i got my nails done <laughs> <laughs> I just think they're so cute. I'm really proud of the design I chose and just super cute fall colors. And I'm just super proud of how long my natural nails have gotten. So I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, your nails have, you've done a lot of cool designs on them and yeah. they look very cute. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And my low was I got sick this week and it just made the week super hard and meh. Yeah, that was my low, my low too. Yeah, I w- I also got a little sick, but not nearly as bad as you did. And, um, but like it was almost worse. Like just like I just felt bad for you, especially because I was working a lot and it was just a busy week. And yeah, and you had to take care of the kids while sick, and that's just on top of all the work I do. Right, it was just an intense week. It's just not. It wasn't fun, and it was yeah. hard. Like feeling like I couldn't help as much as I wanted sure. to help you, but and but so that's okay. Luckily, our boys didn't get like they had a little yeah, runny noses, and that was sick it. Basically, at all. Yeah, so I don't know what it is, but. But I'm not complaining because sick kids are even harder. Yeah, yeah. Be careful out there, you guys. It's there's a lot of sicknesses <laughs> going around. Be careful out there. <laughs> um, do you want to know what my high is? Yes. Oh wait, I think I already know. What is it? BYU. Of course. <laughs> yes. So, um, last podcast uh, episode two, we recorded like literally a few days before the game and then literally the night before BYU announced that they got an invitation to the Big 12. Yeah. So it was awesome. It was such a great weekend. And I felt so stupid because I remember how I was like, oh, I'm like, got to prepare for my morning now. And you were like, no, you got to have hope. Now I'm like, okay, we can do it. (laughs) We we got this. I feel like I was humbled after. It was such a fun. I mean, they so they got into the invitation to the Big 12, I believe, Friday morning. Um, and then Saturday um, was the game against Utah at BYU. And I just think like the players and fans and just everyone was just hype on the yeah. news and just like, let's go kind of <laughs> attitude. And we be BYU. I mean, I would say we and I hate when people we say that. We be BYU. Sorry. Wow. BYU beat Utah. And 
it was phenomenal. I um, actually was went and watched it with some friends, um, and the majority of them are Utah fans, and so I got a revel in it, and it was beautiful. <laughs> and it was cool. Well, I mean, I wasn't there, but it was cool to see everybody storm the stage. Not the storm the stage. The stage. <laughs> Theater nerd. <laughs> storm the field. <laughs> yeah, that, that was it. Was just awesome because it been been twelve years um, since they won last last time BYU beat Utah. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, back in two thousand nine, and so anyway, it was it was awesome. It was an awesome game. Happy they won. And then yesterday, BYU beat Arizona State which was a rank, another ranked team yeah, amazing. and they beat him at home. Anyway, it was, it's been a good, it's a good time to be a, be a BYU football fan. And I can't <laughs> always say that. So I'm just yeah. happy. <laughs> uh, anyway, those are my highs. Um, but should we get into pop culture now then? Yes, we should. Yeah. We still need a name for this segment. I, I didn't tell you, but my brother gave me a name. Wait, what? <laughs> and I want to get your opinion on it. <laughs> are you ready? <laughs> yeah. He I can't said we should you call tell it me this. Lights Camera Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why do I love that so much? <laughs> we'll see if it I sticks. Kinda I kind of like know. that Jackson. I have a love hate relationship. Like rhymes with, it. with action. <laughs> <laughs> Lights Camera Jackson. It is a little much, it's not going to lie. A lot of much, but <laughs> but I'm kind of here for it. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if we'll do that or not, but well, anyway, Lights Camera Jackson, <laughs> let's hear it. Uh, so this week's actually been a pretty busy week. I know I even culture. have some stuff for you, which is yeah. rare. I think the it. biggest thing is the Met Gala that was. Oh yeah, on Monday. Oh, I have something bigger this week. than the Met Gala. Just oh, you so some, you know, something bigger. Oh, she does. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Actually, but let's start with that. Let's gonna start with that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Lo has some Taylor Swift news that she said I couldn't look up anything because well. She, pa- n- she saw it first. I will give her. Th- I'll give you that. You saw it. First. I saw it first, like the the moment it came out. Right, but then you asked if I had heard anything, and I said, and you said no. I said no. All I know is that she released the re-recording of Wildest Dreams, uh-huh. um, because it became a trending like song or sound on TikTok. Yeah, that people were doing something to, and so she's like, oh, I'm like, if this would be trending, I'm gonna make more money from it frankly yeah. <laughs> and and release my re-recordings and so that was exciting but i mean it sounds exactly like the original so nothing crazy but then okay. but this is what's crazy and you're gonna be so excited for this because yeah. taylor swift really woke up and decided to like she needed chaos to happen for her swifty fans okay so you haven't seen the tiktok that she posted right no there's been nothing on instagram yeah or she only else. posted it on tiktok i'm gonna pull it up I've been so nervous. I don't know what it is. <laughs> so, no, it did say it was a good thing and not a bad thing. Oh, so this is amazing. Was, okay. okay. So it starts out and Taylor Swift Wait, is... Do I get to watch it? Yeah. Or you're going to explain I'm it I'm going to explain it first. Oh, geez. So Taylor Swift is talking about when you set the date to release the Red album and someone mentions 1989. She's not releasing 1989. Okay. So then she... She switches the screen and it's her with her iconic red lip doing the the trend, but like in red wear, like everything that screams the red album, right? Okay. Then she adds a glitch and it glitches back to Taylor talking about 1989 and then she flips back to the red and she winks. Okay, let me see. <laughs> 
What? Do you think she's... So, basically, everyone's <laughs> losing their mind. That she's going to surprise us That she's either going to drop both albums that at the exact phenomenal. same time. But like, oh. Or <laughs> she's going to release 1989 right before Red. And surprise oh us all. Oh, my gosh. Guys, 1989 is my favorite is Taylor your favorite. Swift <laughs> album. Anyway, that's just been like a huge Easter egg. Easter egg and people literally are losing their minds like oh my gosh i don't know what to think i'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm digesting this for the first time also fun fact um i mean we all we thought that 1989 was going to be the next album like she kept teasing that on all these things and then she all out of the blue was like red's going to be our next album and we're all like okay yeah and i'm excited Which, for that fancy but. that so she posts this teaser on september 17th Oops. and 9 17 2021 adds up to 22 uh-huh keep going which is like the red album yeah but then she's talking about 1989 so here's my here's my thing here's my thing <laughs> i am a big swifty here here's the other thing swifties are crazy and and the more like like she like literally she'll do something she's like she's like then this video she blinked six times and she has 10 fingers so six plus 10 is 16 so on the 16th of august she's releasing this but song i will say like people taylor swift down. at the same time is an icon and has built an incredible business model around her fan base no right and and she does do easter eggs i just think her easter eggs are a little more like this like this sure. video like a little more obvious and not like counting blinks and, <laughs> yeah. and like things like that anyway but that's crazy and i'm like, i hope so but that's like oh my gosh i don't know what to think right now i i love 1989 and so will 1989 actually be released at the same time or before the red date that's the real question uh i don't know i mean i don't know if it all along was like her plan to do this or like it's just like a switch in her plan so i don't know i yeah. like i would think that she I don't know. I, I, maybe at the same time. Honestly, whatever happens. Either way, it's awesome. And I think it's even more awesome that I knew that before <laughs> you did. You are the true Swifty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's exciting. I'm excited. Anyway, that's my pop culture. But well, now, you. what what you got? So, I like I was saying, um, the Met Gala was on Monday, which... For those of you who don't know, it's a it's a like a swanky <laughs> event. <laughs> where all these celebrities that go to the metro metropolitan <laughs> say it the the Met, the Met <laughs> in the New York metropolitan yeah wow um and they do dinner and stuff anyway and they always dress in like crazy clothes and there's a theme and stuff the theme this year was like American fashion yeah which like what does that mean who knows <laughs> but the biggest thing that like came out of it, the, the craziest was Kim Kardashian <laughs> and what she dressed up in. Right. And I mean, I, you saw it, but uh -huh. like she was literally head to toe in black. And by head to toe, I mean head to toe. <laughs> like her face was covered with a yeah. black sheet, like her fingertips, like everything. And then uh -huh. it had like a long like train. Yeah. And apparently the designer, I can't, Balenciaga or something, whoever designed it, was like, <laughs> don't laugh at me. Balenciaga. <laughs> um, the, whoever designed it was like, this is it's American fashion because cause Kim Kardashian is so iconic. You don't even have to see her face or who she is to like that she is like just her silhouette. And it's, you know, it's her. Like she's such an icon, which I'm like, 
Okay, I can respect that. I mean, it's kind of interesting thought, but it's still Yeah, that's weird. really interesting. That's weird. Yeah, anyway. Is that all you got, though? For about camp? the Met? Oh, no. I mean, there's some great memes about it. And I actually, I think I want to post some memes on our... Okay, wait, pause. Do you know, like, stuff going on about with that, though? Or just that... Is that it? I mean... Okay, this is actually really interesting, then, okay. about this, since we're on this topic. So... Did you also notice she had the guy who dresses like Kanye, also in all black, next to her in a lot of Yeah, it was the photos? designer. Okay, but he the poses are all like Kanye. Right. And even Kanye himself is always, is only following people now in all black on his Instagram. Okay. And she's... But isn't his, like, isn't his new album, like, just all black, too? Like, the album art is just a black square. Yeah, but then she's also been doing black looks leading up to the Met Gala. Yeah. So I think in true Kardashian fashion, they're leading up to something. Like what? I don't know. But like, do you remember way back when? when but Kim and Kanye are divorced and stuff. That's but then why they're it's like weird. But then they're like, like, there's something totally coming I mean, up. They're this is what the Kardashians do. Do you remember when Kylie became a meme over her lips? And yeah. like, she's like, oh, I do that like cup thing. Right, right. And they're like, you have injections. And then like two weeks later, after she became a meme and like everyone was re- like going like destroying their lips you're saying yeah whatever so i can't <laughs> talk right now but um <laughs> then she dropped her lip kits uh-huh and so now the same thing is happening in a true kardashian fashion and it has something completely totally to do with kanye as well i'm certain of it so oh we'll gosh. see but i think there's a lot more to it than just whatever you just said about the balenciagas you think so uh-huh i mean that's a good that's a very good point yeah here's the thing at the end of the day and like you can come after me but like as like weird and as like crazy oh, as the kardashians are business. i respect them so much for okay. their business they have been at the top of like the board like everyone knows who they are for like a decade they've remained like an icon yeah for yeah and we may not years. look up to them in the sense of their fashion yeah. like they're it's not what i don't want my into. daughter to them to be like their no icon like a role model no that's not us but you can yeah you have to respect the business savvy that the minds that they have yeah and how they are able to stay at the top of the news cycle and all even the time. still like their shows being canceled and they're still well but you know it's coming back on hulu oh no i didn't know that yeah i don't know weird anyway anyway they're they're incredible business people i will respect them for that for sure everyone needs a good momager <laughs> they're tasting <laughs> men eh, not so much yeah <laughs> <laughs> but anyway um but I didn't know that. That's interesting about the dress. Something's we'll 100% coming. Happen. Keep listening and we'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. It's funny though because like I actually don't care. Yeah. But it's just kind of. It's just what's going on and right. it's interesting. Yeah. Um. Anyway, there's some a lot of weird outfits. There's a girl that like literally had a horse head thing on the mm-hmm. front. This guy had like a green baby. Did you hear about Justin I, and Selena? Oh, yeah. That was I mean, whoa, not Justin and Selena. Wow. Justin and um, Haley. Haley. And they were dumb. yelling Selena at them. And then Haley yeah. started crying. So I don't understand where... Okay, we got to explain this. So first off, I don't understand understand where fans are located at this. Because I thought it was just a full red carpet with only... It's not just fan. It's like press people. There's no way press were yelling Selena. Like photographers and There's stuff. There's no way. Who are fans of Selena? No, yes, I don't that's think 100% so. I think that's fans that are crazy. They're yelling Selena. Maybe. I don't know. That well, either way, whoever was, it's so sad and rude. Yeah, so so Haley and Justin had just gotten on the carpet. And they're And married. they were posing and everything. And then they started yelling, like chanting Selena or something, right? Like really aggressively. And then she kind of starts crying. And she gets like put sunglasses on to cover her eyes. Uh-huh. 
Anyway, that's just stupid. I'm a huge Selena fan, and like I'm Team Selena, and but like that's like that's a dumb. Yeah. And she Selena Gomez wouldn't want people to do that either. No, she's come out and made a public oh, has statement, she? I didn't know that. and is like, please stop. Like my to her fan, she's like, I don't want this. Like, it's like let, been three let years. Let us all move, move on. on. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, that was. It's stupid. sad though. It is sad. I feel bad for him. People are so psycho. I know. But anyway, I think we're gonna post some memes on our instagram account at, at off the chef if you aren't following us on instagram um just on our stories i'm or excited something. to see what some, you come up with there's just some funny memes that i, f- I found from the met gala uh, anyway um and then the last thing was there's a new apple iphone that just came out um this oh week yeah. the apple iphone 13 uh-huh. there's really not much to say about it it was kind of like i didn't even realize it happened until like a few days later and i was like oh there's a new iphone out and anyway it's just basically a better camera so Anyway, that's about it for Lights, Camera, Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, except wait. This has nothing totally to do with pop culture, but before we dive in today, I Uh need to ask you a question. What's that? The question has actually been trending on TikTok, and that's where I saw it, Uh but it just makes me laugh so hard, like watching people's reactions. I feel like anything you find on TikTok is like a a way to find your husband being stupid or like a joke, and so I'm like nervous I should be witty (laughs) and clever right now. So basically, I had to write this question down, and I had to save it. For this oh, no. very moment. Okay. If I went missing and five years passed and by then you had gotten remarried, but then I was found uh-huh. and I'm alive and well, would you leave your new wife for me? Like, see, I feel like there, this is a trick question. Like, I feel like there's some trick. No trick. Just what would, would I you leave do? for you? If I went missing, I'd become a polygamist, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no stop you have to say yes or no if i, I went know. missing for five years no and you got remarried and then i was found and i'm alive and well i mean i'd imagine i'd be in love with the, my new wife would you leave your new wife for me i don't know <laughs> what's the trick that there's no trick Just, well, how do you answer that question i'm would saying you, i don't know no yes or no would you leave your oh new wife gosh. for me um I don't know. Probably not. And just say it was a thing of the past. I don't know. I would. I don't Thanks know. for listening to the Office Jet podcast, oh you guys. No, I'm See, this is why I hate <laughs> these questions. It's just like a trap question. Because then I say, "Oh, I would leave her and and come to you." And it's like, "Well, he's a jerk to the other girl." Yeah. No. Anyway, I know. Isn't that kind of intense to think about, though? Well, what would you do? I, you're right. I don't know. <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there God. is a double standard here. Yeah. I don't have to answer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my heavens. Uh, okay. Well, today um, we wanted to talk about my beautiful wife Lo and what she does. She is a crazy busy mom, and she just does it all. She makes me look lazy. Oh my gosh, like, that is not true. Yes, it is. You do <laughs> so much stuff, um, and she's done a ton of stuff. And like people to ask her questions a lot and everything. Um, about what she does and and I don't know she just has a lot of cool experiences and I thought um, she could kind of share some of those with you so like we put on Instagram um, last week we put like a question box and had some people ask some questions so we'll get to those but I guess just to start off though yeah just tell us what you do right yeah so right now I help different companies with their marketing 
Um, some with a stronger emphasis on social and having their social presence. Others, I we explored different channels and things on the back end with with a, whether it's a Shopify website. Honestly, it just to simplify it, I would just say marketing in general for companies. But I'm to a spot now where being a mom is my number one priority. Obviously, a mom and a wife, and um, that's where I like to spend most of my time. And so now I've. I've just made so many connections through the years with different work and projects that I've done for different companies that now I've just kind of built up a small clientele and I never take more than four clients at a time because then it just is too much. You know, then my work life balance starts to be thrown off a little too heavy for work when just like I said, my number one priority is being a good mama to our three boys and, and then a good wife to you. Like obviously we still need our time as well, but yeah, so my current clients that I have is one is the Arnold sisters and for those of you who don't know who they are they're just a family that was born and raised in Utah and it's Lindsay Arnold who is a professional on Dancing with the Stars she has been for the past six or eight years and Jensen Arnold who was the runner-up on Fox's So You Think You Can Dance and also the four sisters that all are really really good dancers anyway they're just this really awesome cute family local to Utah and they've and they've just built a following. They're influencers, if you will. And But they do a lot and they've built their own brands. Yeah. So, and what do you do for them? So I edit all their YouTube videos on their YouTube channel and edit all their podcasts. Their podcast is the OK So Podcast, Jensen and Lindsay, and, and I edit those. So that's fun. So they're one client. And then, and obviously that's more like an editing job. And, mm-hmm. and occasionally I'll help with other things or I'll do things with them. But that's basically all I do. I, if you don't mind, we actually have a couple questions about that. So do you want to answer those first? Yeah. So like one that a couple people asked are, is are the Arnold sisters nice? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Pause. <laughs> I, for, okay. Yes. Yes. They are so nice, but can I just like go off on like a little tangent for Please. a second? Love it. So <laughs> this question, I don't know why it like really gets to me. I feel like I get where people are coming from. They're like celebrities in a way, if you will. Like the question bugs you? Yeah. Why does it bug you? I just feel like, okay, they combined, they have like over, they're close to probably 2 million followers yeah, combined. Yeah, pro- at least probably. And that's not even including their YouTube. But so I get that they're kind of celebrities in Utah, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so I get that people like meet celebrities and they're like, oh my gosh, were they nice? I get that it's a natural question, but I guess sometimes maybe it's just because of the fact that I do know them. And in a weird way, I'm like protective. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'll back up even more. I'm really picky about who I work for. I'm very passionate. I'm very loyal. And I like, I'm a huge, like if I am going to work for somebody, I want to believe in what they're doing hundred percent. I want to love them as people. And I want to help them just become the greatest in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and that sounds dramatic and like funny, but like, I'm just, I support them 100%. And so that's how I feel about the Arnolds. Everything that they do, I am like 100% like support them. I just think they are so nice, so kind, like truly some of the kindest people I've ever met. And so I think like it's, they probably wouldn't even feel this way, but maybe it's just like my protective side where I almost feel bad for them. But I'm like, it's so sad that like just because somebody becomes in a place of stature, 
that the first thing people think about them is like, are they nice? Like they are rude because of it or like they are. Or they're like like stuck up. And I'm like, no, they are so human. Mm -hmm. They are so like truly, I could say so many good things about each of them. I work with Jensen and Lindsay the closest. But well, one question here is who's your favorite Arnold sister? Yeah. So, re- <laughs> so who is funny. it? I like genuinely I couldn't pick. Like mm-hmm. if, if you ha- if you yeah, sure if you like, held a gun to my head and put me up against the wall, who would it be then? <laughs> I would have to say Jensen or Lindsay, but it's because I talk to them the most yeah. often. Yeah, and I work with you them work more with close. Them most, yeah, mostly. um, but like truly, like even when I first met them in person, like I felt like I'd known them forever, and so the most genuine kind people you ever meet yeah. and they just make you feel so comfortable and so loved and like sure we're not besties but like they make you feel that way just because they have the biggest hearts yeah i've never like met them but like i've overheard enough phone calls i've heard or facetimes yeah. or like conversations and you just talking in general yeah and they just like seem 100 percent like the cool coolest and they're people just so nice supportive and, too yeah and, like they're so easy to work with like I like if I have something going on I'm just like sorry I got to do this they're like that's totally fine and they're so sweet and even like when just the other day they FaceTimed me because we were trying to figure something out and they're like congrats on your podcast you know and like obviously we are nobodies Uh like they have a podcast and they have millions of followers (laughs) like (laughs) people who actively listen and they still are so sweet and they're like that's so exciting and congrats and they're a hundred percent they're I really could go on and on. They're nice. just the sweetest people. Well, and so I feel for them that yeah. people are always like, are they nice? No, I'm like, sense. oh my gosh. I guess one human. last question about the Arnold sisters that Emily asked is, how did you start with the Arnold sisters? So, like, um, how did you... How did I start? It's been so long now. It's been I, almost I mean, like two I, I remember. Years. Lindsay posted on her story. You followed Lindsay. Oh, that's right. On Instagram. And she posted on her stories that they were looking for a video editor because they were no, looking... Right? A personal assistant. Oh, that's what it was. I didn't uh-huh. realize that. Okay. I think it was going to end up being about you videos or something and maybe okay. a couple other things, but I remember that's what it was for. Okay. Now that I think about it and you're right. And, and I was like, sure, why not? <laughs> reached out and like sent in your application or something. Oh, I, not even that. I remember being like mega annoying. Like I was like, this would be so fun and just like so up my alley. And so I remember like d- DMing her, but then she gets like millions of comments right. and things all the time and so I remember like commenting like 10 times, like check, I DM'd you, I DM'd you, I DM'd you. And like <laughs> just being so annoying. But then she DM'd me back and was like, I'd love to like, here's my email, send me something. Yeah. And I sent her my resume and like my, I don't even remember what I sent her, whatever she asked for. And then, and then I think, oh, and well, then, then we they had told a, you they, they, they hired someone else. No. Cause then she scheduled a phone call. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to, this is all coming back to me. But so then she liked my resume and she was like, can I call you? I gave her my phone number and then she called me and was kind of like, yeah, I'll get back to you. Like and then you, you, you were kind of one of the finalists. Like what? If you will. I don't weird. know. Yeah. I don't know what their process <laughs> was, but like, yeah, like I, she. You were one of the top people they were considering. That she like called me yeah. and we had a conversation and I remember thinking it went well, mm-hmm. but also I wasn't expecting anything of it. Yeah. And, and then that was kind of it. Like. For lack of better words, it was like it was like that was that was it. Like she was like, "Oh, I'll get back to you," and then, and then she just happened. never really did. Yeah. And I didn't care to follow up. If I'm being honest, I just was like, Meh, "Whatever." You figured you didn't get it. Yeah. And then they went live with their YouTube channel, and somebody 
I just assumed had edited it. Anyway, and then that was that. And then, and then I, then she called me or like a couple me months later or something. Yeah. Like a couple months later and was like, Hey, like, are you still interested? I was working a full-time corporate job. So it would have been fine to do. And then I remember she called us when we were in New York. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And that's right. Yeah. And then anyway, then it worked out because we went in like the beginning of October. And by the end of October, one of the first videos I did was their Halloween, the Halloween video, video in LA with, with Jordan, Jordan Fisher. Fisher. Yeah. That's right. Anyway, but that was almost two years ago yeah, now. That's true. So I've been working for them for two years. You've really liked it. It's been, it's been fun for you. And Literally. I hope I never stop. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, don't ever stop doing YouTube. Don't ever <laughs> stop doing your podcast. And if you do, like, I need, I need you to find me something else to do. Cause <laughs> I really, I really love working for them. Awesome. And, and I usually don't talk about it too much just because one, I do see them as such normal people, just like any other job. I would respect my clients and their privacy and especially when they have such a huge public platform. But, but I, I've come to like really love them and yeah, I, yeah, I, I really think the world of them. Okay. So that's one of your clients. Yeah. And then what else? So then I have three other clients. Yeah. So one is ATX and it's an auction company and they're local here to Utah. Um, but it's a company based out of Texas. And then two is Sunny. It's a mobile car detailing service and just helping them with their marketing. And then the third one is Siembre. And it's actually a wedding venue, a wedding and event venue that's being built currently. So it's not finished. Here in Utah, yeah. Yeah. And it will be done early next year. And it is stunning. Oh my gosh. It's that it one is, that one is right up Lowe's alley. Like that's exactly like what she loves. Oh, it's like it's just like dreamy and elegant and gorgeous and so brides. Excited. Well and brides. Like I do wedding yeah. makeup. Like I Yeah, so that I mean that leads us right that in. That ties into something else I yeah. do. So yeah. Anyway, I love that. And so I'm just helping them kind of from ground zero with all marketing in all platforms. And anyway, yeah, but that's that. And then, so yeah, weddings and brides, I do makeup. I have my Instagram's beautifully low. Follower. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, I've got, I went to hair school like five, six, seven years ago. Before we were married. Yeah. I don't even know. Anyway, and, but I've kind of just grown up in the makeup world. Like I just love, always liked makeup. I've always loved makeup, grew up just doing my makeup, washing my face, doing another face of makeup and just practicing and learning. And so I kind of just got into that just because I love it. And then I've just kind of gotten to a spot that I'm really comfortable with. Like obviously there's always room to grow, but I'm really satisfied with the amount of clients I have and it's regular and and now I actually love teaching privates or to salons and educating yeah, classes. I love teaching. I'd love to actually just teach more. Mm -hmm. But that's probably been my favorite thing recently too. So yeah, I do makeup on the side and mm -hmm. <laughs> all sorts of random stuff. And but that's yeah, those are my current clients. It's what I do and just I just say marketing in yeah. general. Yeah. No, and I, you do so good at it, but like there that's proof you guys why she makes me look so lazy because she's doing 75 things at once <laughs> and then being an amazing mom and wife at the same oh, time thanks, babe. and i'm like yeah i have one job because that's all <laughs> oh i can my handle gosh. no it's a full-time job <laughs> um so there's a question that cat likes cats um asked um i think has to go with that said how did you get so good at so many different things 
I mean, first of all, thank you. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm so good at so many things, but honestly, I think at least when it comes from the marketing side is when I first kind of started working, I just kind of got into sales and I quickly climbed several different companies. I was from a sales rep to a sales manager, to a sales trainer, to a national sales trainer. And I just quickly realized I was really good at sales. Yeah. And so I very quickly got, um, into the business world and I found a huge love for it. But the for more marketing or what in the, for sales in the business world? Well, it or was just business world in general, the business world in general. And I think I just realized I was really good at sales, but when you're good at sales, obviously you're having a lot of conversations with a lot of different people right. from entrepreneurs to consumers, everyone and everyone and everything in between. And I realized that most people in business have the same problems, like building a trusted brand, developing an engaged audience and transforming their customers or consumers into loyalists. Mm -hmm. And it was like, recognizing and realizing those three things that led me to then kind of understand business in a little bit deeper. And I got into SEO and I got into, um, all different channels of marketing and how to really focus on those three core things, how to really truly build an engaged audience and build a community. And that's what every brand struggles with, right? Is that community factor. So anyway, so loads of experience there. And I just think that's what kind of got me going. And then now that's why I just love on a smaller scale. I'm able to take all that experience. You're still able to do that similar stuff, but just like kind of from your own. Yeah. You're not working directly with like you're not hired by one company like you do it yourself for a few different companies. Yeah. And and, and so I can just kind of help with those few things. And yeah. Yeah. And, and it's what I know now. Like, so like when you say, how are you good at so many things? I'm like, I'm not, but like, I'm good. I know what I know and I'm good at helping brands like kind of get it figured out right. so they can thrive. Yeah. I like that. Here's another question. Um, someone asked, why are you so dang hot? And that was <laughs> me that asked that question. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I do have another question though. Um, there's a couple people that asked, like how you have time or the energy to do like all that you're doing. My planner. <laughs> there you go. It really Here is as simple as that, but I don't think people understand how much we plan. Yeah. We've had to make it, we've had to sit down and make it. So like at dinner time after we finish eating, we'll pull out the planner and literally go over the next day. And I straight up feel like I'm a missionary. Figure out like, yeah, that's like doing true. nightly planning. It's like a missionary, but like, where you're like planning, okay, like we're going to wake up at this time and then like this is going to happen, this is going to happen, which like I say that and I feel like if like me if I four if years ago would have seen that, this, I would have lost, lost it. <laughs> I, this is not my personality. Like when we got no. married, that was kind of not like a big thing, but it was just something we had to It's, like, to it's one of those funny things that you laugh yeah. about when you get like, married. Lo was like, n- like wa- wanted to be ver- plan things out like that. I'm like, I hated that. Oh, I hated yeah, that so much. When we first got married, I'm like, let's just like go with the flow. Like what happens, happens. And like, now if like I, we don't plan together, you it's almost, almost get the opposite, more upset it's just than I do. so much and with the three kids and like my, just have all to my plan. responsibilities and your responsibilities. It's yeah. just like we have to plan. And if we don't plan before like we go to bed or whatever, like I yeah. get stressed well, about it. Which and is the way so, I, it's just as funny. It's, it is funny. And the thing that I love about planning is 
it makes things simple and it seems like a lot, but like we know exactly what we're having for breakfast. We know what we're eating for lunch. We know what we're eating for dinner. And I know what I have to accomplish today so then I can, and I can work it into my schedule so it gets done. Right. And I think, but it is a lot. Yeah. And I think what's important is to also plan self-care, self-care and which we do and plan like fun things. So like hundred percent, it's not like we're just complete workhorses. No, I know. But like, I think that like those things like, You'd be like, oh, and then we have time here. We can do something. But like, no, yeah. like, like actually scheduling, I think is important. Yeah. Like actually do some, some days, there's some days where like literally for three hours, my plan is like play with the boys. No. And that's, and that's awesome. healthy and natural. Right. And that's why it's important to us. But a hundred percent when there's a big to-do list of things I need to do for certain brands or people, then like it has to be in my planner. And I have to block out the time or it doesn't get done. Right. Because like we don't have the time. Like our time quickly yeah. goes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, um, last question, which I think is really important, and one I think that is important to just address in the society that we live in, and that is, how do you not feel shame for putting work above family? Oh. <laughs> as, a, as a woman, I'm as assuming. As a woman, yeah. yeah <laughs> is what they're saying. <laughs> so, first, I'd say I don't feel like I'm putting my work above my family. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I want to teach them that they can do anything they want and believe they want to do. I'm actually really passionate about this though, because I don't feel shame anymore, but I used to feel a lot of shame for having desires outside of the home and passions. And I love working and I love feeling like I can help provide for our family experiences or whatever it may be even just savings i think it just even helps you get out of the house and have like yeah. a social life or do something for yourself because yeah i feel like when you like have work or something to do like you're happier just generally overall not that you're like mean without work but yeah. i think it just makes you like it just like takes i just time have for something yourself. for myself yeah exactly and something i can be proud of as low yeah not just as a mother because I'm still Which is, you're so proud of yeah obviously. and but then ultimately I really think it comes back to what I said is I don't feel shame because I'm not putting work above my family mm. and even that's why I said with at least at least with what I do specifically is I never take more than four clients because then I know it will be too much right for my family and they are my first priority so just like but knowing those boundaries. I will say just while I'm on this uh-huh. topic Sorry. is even if I wasn't, even if I wanted to go work a full nine to five job, you worked a nine to five job and our kids were in daycare, that is freaking okay. Yeah, true. Like, and Preach. no Preach. woman or mother should feel guilty for that. Yeah. Like people put, people put their family first in different ways and that's okay. And I think it's important to remember that everyone's doing their best and everyone parents differently and that's also okay. And just because somebody chooses to stay home with their kids versus somebody who chooses to go work and do something for themselves and something that makes them happy is also okay and awesome. And like those kids are watching their mama and saying, look how amazing she is. Look what all she's doing. And I want to be just like her too. Like who said that? Yes. Like, and yes, like who says like yes, a dad can't off. be a stay at home dad? Anyways. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> No, I stop, love it. But like, I, no, I think it's true. I'll just I keep talking because I'm actually really passionate about this. Everyone, like, 
it needs to parent the way they need they they're supposed to parent and like yeah. not one parenting style or is like is the right way and is fit for everyone else and yeah like, just because ex-mom is works a f- full nine-to-five job doesn't make her a worse mom than the mom that stays home with her kids no all day i've had so many people including from my own family and so sometimes it's hit home more close saying like oh well like all i ever wanted i just wanted to be home with my kids and if i could i would have been and i'm like well that's great for you but like just because like i have things that i like to do like doesn't make me a bad mom. All right. I'm still an amazing mother to my kids and they know I love them and that I would do anything for them. And anyway, literally I can And that is shown through many different ways and Yeah. That's and we are confident Like I should literally put a period on my <laughs> statements right now <laughs> no, because I, <laughs> even just talking about this now I'm like, "Oh, I'm she, getting like heated." Her, her blood is a boiling. Yeah, like <laughs> let's go off. But like they're probably listening and being like, "Um, we get it." No, I think I think a lot of people think the same and I I think would agree. And you know, and if you are stay-at-home mom, like that's amazing too. Like more power to you even. Yeah. Like kids are hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway, um, Staying at home, being a stay-at-home mom is a full-time job. Oh, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. That's also crazy. Right. I just think this was an important podcast because I, I think a lot of people like wonder what you do. I mean, I wouldn't say it was important, okay. but I get a lot of questions, and I feel funny saying that because it's like the number one meme with like influencers, You're such like an influencer. So many people have been asking me, like <laughs> no one's been asking me, no. But like genuinely, well, just people, I get like, tons of questions. What, what, what is Low doing? And it's like, yeah. Well, what is she not well, doing? Well, especially with the Arnold sisters, like <laughs> oh, they're yeah. such a public like platform that yeah. people are always asking me questions, and yeah. I'm just like, Meh. I I edit videos. That's it. It's like that balance of <laughs> yeah. what you want to do. Anyway. Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, it was a lot. No, that's good. Um, well, we're going to end with our typical of what's on your shelf. Um, what's on your shelf? What's on my shelf? I was trying to figure out what was going to be, what I was going to choose to be on my shelf this week. Um, and I I just think there's some new music out there that I, that's pretty good. I If you remember, like, I just like your typical, like, top 40 which may be boring to some people but like hashtag i'm basic i don't care <laughs> um <laughs> but ed sheeran he had a song another so he's had three singles come out he has an album coming out probably in a month i, I love bet. him um but he just had a song called shivers come out um and it's a lot more like upbeat like his first one was similar uh-huh. to uh yeah what's that song called uh, Everyone's screaming uh, at us now uh, in the car. Uh, <laughs> was like, the song. <laughs> bad habits. Yeah. Wow, guys. Okay, <laughs> so it's similar to bad habits or some more upbeat, and I really like it. Um, that's a good one. Um, and then my sister is going to be proud of this. Lainey um, oh. has a new album out. And it's called GGBBXX. I don't know if that <laughs> stands for something. Now she's going to be very disappointed in you. <laughs> now she's going to be disappointed. But it's, that's a pretty good album. And then just the last um, song. Um, is called Skinny Dipping by uh, <laughs> Sabrina Carpenter. Oh, um, but it's actually like it's, it's like a it's is kind it, of a weird song, but it's like a it's a bop. But like it's like I can't stop listening to it, <laughs> and it's a pretty good song. Anyway, so so those are currently like like probably my top three favorite songs right now, or like I like it artists. But yeah, what's on your shelf? So I kind of mentioned it last week, but Bridgerton, the unofficial musical. Uh-huh. So I've still been listening to that. But now I've been like 
going into a deep analytical way that I'm listening to oh, it. Really? I just think I'm truly so passionate about the process of getting shows to Broadway. Do you think they're going to get it to Broadway? I don't know. I think they have enough camaraderie around it that's got a serious fighting chance. Yeah. But I'm so fascinated about truly the behind the scenes and the business of Broadway. So here's my question and I think might be their biggest hiccup or headache is that like are the people of Broadway too posh or too like no Broadway's always changing like I'm gonna stop you right there like even Broadway today Uh you can audition with pop songs yeah like Broadway is changing okay I just didn't know because if like there's a part of me that feels like they'd be like we don't want this like TikTok girl to be create a Broadway show I mean I think they're very much past that now if I'm being completely honest but for me, I'm very much looking through the lens now and I'm not a producer. I'm not a f- funder. Like, I don't think people realize like the pr- literally the process of getting a show and how you have to obviously have a show and then a script just to even get to a stage mm-hmm. and then to learn a musical just to take it to previews and how much money and funding that takes to back that, that whole process. Right. And then like I was even just watching interviews I watched them actually a while ago when like Mean Girls was out, but now Mean Girls the musical. Yeah, yeah, not the movie. Thank you. And I think I've talked to you about this before, but like they had, they were making changes in the previews in DC. Mm-hmm. Learned a song one hour before showtime because they like things had to be changed, yeah, or else so they crazy. knew they wouldn't get funding. And it took like a year. And to learn new songs. And that's so anyway, that's like the lens I've been looking through Bridgerton for. And I think uh-huh. a lot of songs are going to have to change. And I'm really interested to see what happens. With Look script. at your producer. Anyway. <laughs> producer brain. <Yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> She's also a producer, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's just been fascinating to me to look through it through a different lens. Because now, because I'm rooting for them. Like, yeah. I would love to see this. But I think there's a lot of work that sure. needs to happen, which yeah. is fine and fair. But now I'm just like, I'm, it, I just am behind them the same way I stand behind Pasek yeah. and Paul. And obviously I loved Pasek and Paul way back when, even when they did Edges and Dogfight and then watching Dogfight go through all the series to make it to an off-Broadway, even still not to Broadway, but like that same idea. Sorry, I can, I'm talking <laughs> so much this episode. No, you're fine. <laughs> I just, you I just love, love this stuff. yeah, it's like, I love it. And so it's been fun because yeah. I'm obviously a huge Pasek and Paul fan uh-huh. which now i also i just have to say <laughs> yes <laughs> Pasek and paul are like icons and it's like the double p uh-huh. and now i just feel like it's only fitting that barlow and bear <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> the, the, double the, the double b, b is, yeah is like i'm like that's just the new the thing universe. you just anyway i'll stop talking no but... you're fine it'll be interesting to see what happens with it and oh 100 i'm sure you'll keep us up to date but like yeah hope, so that's I, I still on my shelf going. but even more so now because i'm like cool. taking a deep dive into no, it i like it i like it that's awesome well guys thanks for listening to the podcast uh today um go follow us on instagram at off the chef on instagram leave us a review again on our yeah leave us a review on apple platform. podcasts so we can see that and read it on air and <laughs> on air we sound so official like <laughs> i, I mean picture us in like a radio like yeah i guess we're not on, we're not on air on because air. we're not live <laughs> but whatever anyway and yeah and we will see you guys next week yep bye